Welcome to an overview of Realm, Next Generation Church Management Software from ACS, with our presenter, Ron Kokanowski. We are in Merrick Hall, room 202. So if this is not the class you expected to be in, um, you can vacate, and we will stare at you as you leave. <laughs> there's, oh. there's always oh. one. <laughs> oh, you're in the next room with my wife. Oh, who started, who started 10 minutes early, by the way. She thought it, she thought it, start, thought it started at 11.30, I guess. Um, <clears throat> my name is Shelby Pratt, and I'm serving as today's host. So if you have any questions, please let me know. Uh, I am a true but not extensive user of this product. So if you do have questions about it after this event, I could try to help you. Ron is certainly available. Uh, please be aware that coffee is available at the Graves Chapel lobby where the main sessions are being held and that restrooms can be found on each floor in each of the buildings. For the benefit of those who are listening to this session, I ask those here to please silence your cell phone or other electronic devices <laughs> so that we can make sure everyone is aware. Also, we want to make sure that everyone is aware that our presenter serves as an implementation specialist, and I think there's probably another tag title in there that I don't know, that I'm not sure of, implementation specialist with ACS Technologies from Florence, South Carolina, who happens to live here in Westerville. Uh, he can be reached at his email address. If you are I'll give it to you. quick to write it down, for those who are on audio, it's Ronnie, R-O-N-N-I-E dot Kokanowski, K-O-C-H-A-N-O-W, S-K-I at acstechnologies.com at this time. Let's welcome Ron Kokanowski. Thank you. Just in case you didn't get it, it's N-I-E at the end of Ron Kokanowski, acstechnologies.com, and be very thankful that you do not have my email address. Um, as Shelby said, I am uh, I used to be an implementation specialist. They changed our title over. I'm now an implementation consultant. My cards still say specialist. We, you can call me Joe if you want. I'll answer to just about anything. Uh, today we're going to be going over uh, and doing an overview of Realm, which is our next generation software product. And before uh, we really get started, I'm assuming that all of you are here with the desire to have either more understanding of what you might be heading towards or you already have the product and you want to have a better understanding of how to use it. So, with regards to that, are there any specific questions that you have that you would like to have answered by the end of the session? And we will take a show of hands and ask your questions so I can put them on the board and that way I'll remember to come back hopefully and answer them if we don't get it to it because we only have an hour. If I don't get to it during this session, I will be hanging around for a little while afterwards to, uh, to, to do one-on-one -on -one with you if you want. So any questions that you want specifically uh, addressed here during this time? So mobile app and online payments. Pay from their phone. Phone, so pay from phone. Set up that they can pay from their computer, you know, their desktop, but I don't know if they can pay from their phone. Any other thoughts, questions, desires? Socially ignorant. So Realm is, would be considered an upgrade 
Uh, I know what you guys have. I'm, what was his name again? I forget. Garrett? Terry. Terry. Yeah. I, I've talked with him. I've interacted with you guys before. Not specifically, but um, you've got the full-blown package, and it is a huge powerhouse. Now, compared to that, is this as strong? In a lot of ways, no, not yet, because we're still in the development process. But will it be eventually? I'm absolutely sure, because this is going to be the product that takes over everything else that we have. Uh, when that happens is kind of up in the air. So right now, it's really geared towards, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to put a time frame on this, but you can't hold me to it. Uh, by the end of May, um, right, you know, from now until the end of May, this product is geared toward churches with, I'll say, 300 and less weekly attendees. By that time, the next um, set of add-ons is going to be available to really expand the capabilities. The financial piece is going to be, should be available. Um, I can't say is going to be because Shelby's actually a beta tester for that, and I have no idea how it's going. So if there's problems with it, you know, they're, they're not going to release it. Uh, there's other pieces to the package that, that aren't out there yet. There's pieces that are available that I'll hopefully get to show you that um, um, aren't going to be part of what we are calling the inform package, which is the base level package. Connect is that package that should be released, you know, end of May, beginning of June. Hopefully we are going to be ready to let that go during our conference in, in Baltimore. Um, so, well, let me bounce back and give another opportunity for any other questions that you might want to have addressed during the session. And I'll, I'm going to try, with these questions, I'm going to try to circle back during the, during the time frame and, and respond to them directly. And, yeah, that, Okay. And that's, right now, this is really the, the, the target. It's not the sole target, Marcus, but you are our target market right now. Uh, and it has nothing to do with capability or functionality, but right now we're, we're, hitting, we're hitting small and growing large. Okay? All right, if any other questions pop up that you want on the board, um, I'm going to leave these laying over here. Don't be afraid to pop up and write down your the the thing that you want me to address all right or you you need an answer on so let's get right into it i'll get rid of the uh powerpoint and we're going to come right over to acs now i'm going to i'm going to bounce around in a couple of different environments this one here is the sign-in page for band of brothers band of brothers happens to be my men's group that's meeting right now at my house it's actually just breaking up um we we got Realm to work with the 30 or so guys that, that attend this small group, and it is a great tool for building community such as this. It's not the only thing that it can be used for, but it's a great starting point for me to demonstrate. So this is a live system. I was able to customize the header, and I stole that from the movie. I am not going to worry about it. If they want to come back and say something to me about it, I'll change, I'll, I'll create my own, but until somebody says something, I'm going to leave it like it is. 
Uh, I don't think too many people are concerned about that. Is there copyright issues that you need to be aware of in your environment? Probably. Okay. This is a men's group. We're not taking any money. We're not doing any kind of major promotion. They'll never, I don't believe that they'll ever find me. Okay. <laughs> so once I log in, now I'm going to be logging in as an administrator. I hope. Yeah, I am connected. So let me do, let me start all over. I might have let it sit quiet for a little while, a little while too long. There we go. All right, I'm logging in as an administrator, and um, when you first log in as an admin, you end up on this screen. This screen will show you the various things that need to be done within your environment. So uh, the, the only item up there is the group, and this particular group is called the Band of Brothers. And, oh, I'm sorry, I have two invitations that have gone unanswered. That simply means that there's two guys that we've invited to the group and they haven't responded via the, to the email that, that the system has sent out to them. This is a reminder so that I can go back and continue to contact those people. That's built into the system. I also have this notification icon up here, this red uh, number one. This simply tells me things that haven't been done or need to be addressed. So again, I'm reiterating those two invitations need, need, uh, have been unanswered. You can see this yellow bar up here. Uh, it's not real yellow on the screen, but this is a note that you can put in the, in the system. You have the ability to add these notes to flag certain parts of your, your environment, whether it's staff only or everybody within your environment to let them know things are going on. This is one that actually ACS has put up there to let all of us know that they're doing an upgrade to the environment um, Actually, they just finished an upgrade, and this says, would you like to see what was just updated? I can click here, and that'll take me out to the wiki, and I can review all the release notes for the update that happened two days ago on, on Thursday. All right, so there's a lot of interaction with regards to uh, the system as far as how you, how, how you can communicate, how, how we can communicate with you. This is just on the front screen. You have a menu over here on the side, community reporting, giving, and admin. Because I'm logged in as an admin, I see all of those. If you're logged in as a member, and that doesn't necessarily mean a member of the church. It's a member of the environment. If you're logged in a member, you're probably only going to have community and maybe giving if you have online giving turned on. Uh, at the bottom over here, I can click this and get a pop-up menu for my information, my personal information. I can go to my profile, which when, you, when I do, you can see my picture. You can see things that I've posted within the groups that I belong to. I can go and look at the, my, my personal information and update this information myself. This is functionality that each person within your environment uh, will have. thought somebody was coming in. You have the ability to, to change your own photo, upload it yourself. Is anybody familiar with Access ACS? Access ACS is our current product that's web-based. Uh, this does not have the same level of, of approval process. So when somebody changes their photo, uh, it's live. It's a live change. There's a level, there's an extension of trust associated with that. Um, that you have to kind of think through, but it's not a bad thing. Most people aren't going to mess around. I mean, 
unless you're a 15-year-old kid that logs in and wants to play and call himself Mickey Mouse or whatever, most of the time you're not going to be dealing with issues of inappropriateness or what have you, most of the time. I just want to point out, though, that anybody can change their photo, and when they change it, it's live. As you can see, my wife is part of the system as well. My wife and I are here. Uh, you, different photos for, for uh, different circumstances. Uh, the information, wherever you see this little icon that's, that's a, actually a blue circle with a white pencil on the inside of it, anywhere where you see a pencil, that means you can edit the information. So if I click on that, I go into edit mode and I can update things. The system is quite dynamic. So if I change my name from Ron to Ronnie, my labels update with it. But it remembers uh, my family doesn't update. So I, it remembers what I had there before. So that's a manual update. Uh, as you, but it's dynamic in the sense that as you make changes, those things that are associated with that change that you made will also update itself, which is kind of nice. Uh, the primary target today for this product, this is again the Inform product uh, or the Inform package, is church, churches and church staff. Even though you can let it go into your congregation and, and let your folks help to update their information, the primary purpose of the package today is to help your staff manage the information inside, inside of the office, as opposed to um, the church manage, helping to manage the church from external purpose, from, ex, from an external viewpoint. That's going to happen in that next package that's, that comes out that we're calling Connect, where people start getting involved and and as your, you know, your lay leaders and what have you, your group leaders. Um, I can, so that's my contact information. Under the personal information tab, you have the ability to add as many fields here as you need to track within your environment. There are system fields that, that we give you, such as birthday, gender, status, member, uh, marital status, family position. You can add more fields to this depending on what your needs are. So if you need to know what the t-shirt size is for everybody in your congregation, you can create a field called t-shirt size, fill, it, fill in the, all of the different options that you want to extend, and let people pick their t-shirt size. I don't particularly agree with that method because the t-shirt, needing a t-shirt size is usually associated with an event that's happening. So put that as a question on an event. But you have the ability to do it here if you choose. It's your choice. It's very customizable. Uh, if I cancel out of here and go back to my profile, one more thing I want to point out on a profile is this gear. Next, and this gear is going to pop up in multiple different places for multiple different things. If you're in a, inside of a group, next to that group name, instead of the person's name, you're going to see the gear also. That is a context menu. So I have the ability to click on the gear and I will have options or tasks that I can take with regards to this record that I'm looking at. Each person is a record. Each family is a unit within Realm. A little bit different than, than the way it has been in ACS forever. But it still functions pretty much the same way. So I can edit this info and I go right back into edit mode. If I cancel out of this and go back, I have the ability to separate my household. Um, this is not just along the lines of 
husband and wife getting separated. This is also regarding kids that are grown up and now are in households of their own, even if they're still living with mom and dad. Or the daughter gets married and moves off and lives with her husband. Separating the household is literally taking one record and removing it from the family record that's in the system. Um, and then I have the ability to print that profile. And, and it's going to give you a screen preview of the details that are there. Give you an option. Do you want it landscape or por portrait? Do I want to include my, my wife when I click run? The preview is going to pop up. And then from there, I have the opportunity to actually print it out. So this is very similar. Again, if you're familiar with ACS, this is very sim familiar with the pre-can uh, profile report that we have in that environment. Uh, this is really handy if you want a physical backup of all of the information in your system. Um, this information sits on our servers, so we're doing backups all the time. You really don't need to have that. Our servers are redundant, they're super safe and all of that kind of stuff. But if you feel you need to have every, a copy of everybody's profile in a hard file, electronic hard file format, feel feel free to, to go through and, and run a report for all of the profiles. Uh, save it as a PDF on your own computers. Don't print it up. Don't waste the paper because tomorrow all of this information is going to change. Somebody's going to log in and change an email address or a phone number or add a, add a different photo. And when that happens, all of the de that report that you just ran becomes irrelevant. So you're going to need to throw it away. Why waste the paper? It's easy to throw away an electronic document and recreate a new one. Don't print this stuff out if you don't need to. Um, regarding, uh, regarding that, I, it, it reminds me of one of the questions, do we have a mobile app? And the answer is yes and no. The actual app is being developed, but the environment is 100% responsive. So I can, if I size this down to about the size of an iPhone, you're going to still see the information. So you would open up Chrome or Safari or whatever on your mobile device and plug in the address as if you were going to that same location on a website. And you will see and be able to work with the information as it's presented to you because it's 100% responsive. And responsive means it'll work on any device. It'll format format itself appropriately. But we are working on building a, an actual app that's already been a loud cry from customers that are using the system. They want an app. Instead of logging in, you know, you'd be able to save your login information and just open the app. And, and there you have your directory. If you are, are of a level of, you know, your security level allows you to see other people's information, you will be able to see that directory of information. All right, uh, so there's, that's profile. You, you can click on the groups tab and see whatever information is here, whatever groups Ron happens to be involved with. So this is my primary group that I was re referring to. That's the actual men's group. My church, as the system recognizes it, is also called Band of Brothers. So in your environment, it might be First Mansfield, or it might be whatever your church name is here. That is a system group. So everyone that you have in your environment is going to be part of a group. Everything in this environment is going to be group-based, whether it's exposed a public group like this 
or a system group as you, can, as you have the, the ability to build them out. So you see that I can have everybody on staff in a group that's in the system, and that way I can, because I'm part of the higher security level, I can click on this, and I'm going to see the three people that I consider to be on staff with me by clicking on roster, and there they are. What, why is this important? Well, it gives me the ability. I can send an email out to all three of them at once, that fast right from the system, I can uncheck everyone and, oops, I can uncheck everyone and only select the people that I want to send this to if it doesn't need to go to everybody on staff or everyone in the church. I have a very quick and easy way to communicate with whoever it is that I need to communicate within my environment. And that is functionality that's tied into that group roster. Whether it's a system group or a public group, it doesn't matter. I also have the ability to, let me get back, cancel out of here. I told you about the gear. I also have the ability to go in. And if this was an attendance uh, group, like my Band of Brothers group is an attendance group, I can print a marking sheet right from that, from that group title and pass it off to the teacher in the Sunday school class or what have you, okay? I have the ability to print the roster right from here. I have the ability to export that information to a CSV file, comma, separated values, which opens natively in Excel. Unless you don't have Excel, then it'll open up in numbers or sheet or whatever other spreadsheet tool that you have. It won't open as easy as Excel, but you can open a CSV file in any of the modern today's spreadsheet programs that are out there. Um, so that gear ends up having a whole bunch of, of capabilities for day-to-day -day usage. It's not a heavy system. You've pretty much seen how you can work with information within the system and what you can do with it. So I'm going to bounce out of here. I, I'm I'm already running out of time, and you can hear, you already kind of, I think, get the idea that I can talk a lot. So I'm, I'm pulling myself in, and I'm going to jump over. Uh, staying under the admin menu item, I'm going to jump down to calendar. And calendar is not like facility scheduler, if you're familiar with that current tool from, from our product package. This calendar is going to show you when all of your groups are scheduled. When you build a group, you have the ability to schedule your recurrences for that group when the times that that group meets. This is a calendar of those meeting times. Okay? So if you build out your committees and your board, your, your board meets on the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. until 9 p.m., you can schedule that and that will show up on this calendar. What you do with this information is up to you. I don't have a gear next to the calendar name. I can't go through and publish it. This is for internal purposes to look and see what's going on. Okay? But you do have the ability to use this information and, and uh, filter it down. You can search for certain items that are going on within the environment. And if you click on any one of those things, you're going to be any one of those items, you'll be taken right to that group, and then you can communicate or do whatever you need to from that group standpoint. Okay? Uh, registration events. This is a huge kavat that you need to hear very carefully, you need to hear very clearly. Registration events are obviously in the system the way it is today. 
This is the inform package because the inform package is the only thing that's out there. Registration events will probably not be part of the, the inform package. This was just completed less than a month ago and is out there and available and everybody has it because today it's part of this package. But when the connect package gets, becomes available, I'm pretty certain, not 100%, but I'm pretty certain that the registration events will move over and only be part of the in, uh, connect package. So if you are on inform and you have registration events today, go in and play with it, see how great it is, and when, and when uh, the Connect package comes out and you say, I have to have part of that, that piece because it's very valuable, you're going to need to move over to the Connect package, which costs a little bit more every month, depending on the size of your church. Um, pathways. Pathways are pretty cool. Now, for our men's group, I don't have any built, but I can build one real fast for you because... I'm going to throw out, I'm, I'm an AG guy. Uh, I was on staff at an AG church for eight years in, in New England. So I'm going to guess real quick, and you tell me whether I'm right or wrong. To become a member of your church, you have to go through membership class. Or you have to transfer. Are there grandfathered possibilities in your environments? I know there's not in his. <laughs> But there's, you know, I, the church that I was at was over 100 years old, which the AG wasn't even 100 years old at that point in time. And um, so we had grandfathered folks from, you know, the 40s and 50s that when it became important to become a member of the church, this, you know, those people that were already there were grandfathered in. So we had grandfathered. So point being, though, is that you have a membership process. And at Bethany, our membership process was, number one, make it known, make us aware that you want to become a member. So it was usually a sign-up sheet during the membership push when the, just before the class was about to start. And then, hear this, at Bethany, we had a nine-month membership class where you had to take weekly classes Wednesday night for every week for nine months. Crazy, right? People loved it. Absolutely loved it. The first, the first three months was all about the history of the AG. Nobody wanted to do it. They were griping and complaining. They were just doing all that stuff you're not supposed to do because we're all, we all follow and live by the Bible, but they did it anyways. And then they sat down and started learning. And the reason why we did it was because so many people were entering into membership that um, didn't understand what Pentecostalism was. And by the time we got to that part of the discussion, they were like, we don't want this. That's not, we don't, and it was like, fine. Let's move you out of this class as quickly as what we can. So we went through a very in-depth history. This is what you're getting into. Do you agree with this or not? And we eliminated those folks that were going to end up walking away anyways from membership. We didn't move them out of the church. They, they were, there was no reason for them to become a member because the belief systems were different. So we identified those people and got them out of there as quickly as what we could. And then the second three months, we went through network, Willow Creek's network program, gift assessment, so that we could start working and getting these people plugged into ministry in the right way, so round pegs and round holes. And the last three months was all about taking that information that you just discovered and now get you plugged in. So as people went through this nine-month pro process, they understood what they were getting into. They understood who God created them to be. 
and they understood their place in ministry so that they could get plugged in. And by the end, every class, I taught that class, or the, the network portion of that class six or seven different times. And by the end of the nine months, just about every class said, can we stay together? So what we, and we had no, we had no understanding that this was going to happen until it started happening. We fueled our smart, small group environment because of this, the way the membership class ended up working and everybody desired to just stick together. You hang around with each other for nine months, you become a community. So we fueled our small group environment, got people plugged in. They were understood what they were getting into and the, the church grew dynamically during a three-year period that we really strongly pushed that process through. I don't know if it's still going on. I'm going to assume that it is. I've been here now for four years, so I, I really don't have any idea whether, whether that's continued or not. That process in, a, in, in realm would be called a pathway. So you have the opportunity to add a pathway and name whatever those various steps are, and you can build out those steps as many as what you need. So when, pers- when a person signs up or says, I want to become a member, they go into step one, desire to be a member. You name it whatever you want. You put a leader in, part in charge of this particular step, and it's their responsibility to follow through. If somebody doesn't complete this within a period of time, you can put time limits on it so that the system will email that leader and say, so-and-so is, is lagging behind. They haven't completed, or maybe the leader hasn't taken the step and moved them from step one to step two. You move, step two would be take the membership class. So you would plug them in onto that membership roster for the next time that that class was coming up. You build these processes however you want. New visitors is another process that this works great for. You have a, new, uh, a visitor fills out the, the, the visitation card or the connect card that you have in, your, in the back of your pews. That card ends up in your office on Monday morning. That person that's entering their information in the system immediately adds them to a pathway so that you can track your visitors through. Are you going to, you know, they're basically prospects now. Are you going to become a part of the church or not? And you can effectively track these people through a pathway. It, it's really neat. It's really in, in the ACS world, and I'm pointing to Mansfield because I know they have the big package. This is connections. If you don't have connections, then this is what connections does, and we call it pathways, and it's so much easier than connections is. All right, next, communication. You have the ability, this is, this is where we started. You have the ability to display announcements. An announcement is this information right here. So if I dismiss that, the announcement goes away. I have an announcement that was uh, only visible until the 20th of March to come and do that special study called The Good Life that we were in the middle of or that we are engaged in right now. Um, I just ran it for one, for one day, basically. Notifications are the little notify, you know, pop-up red number item that comes up underneath this menu item here. So these are notifications. These will also display, notifications will also display when staff members are above, log in, you will land on that tasks page, which are your notifications, the things that need to get taken care of. So you might have that contributions hasn't been posted in the last three weeks, or you might have uh, notices about attendance hasn't been posted or hasn't been taken. Uh, various things, whatever pieces you turn of the system that you turn on, those that require a timed, um, a res- timed response of some sort, you'll get a notification when it doesn't occur. 
So that helps you to remember to go back and do things that need to get done. Uh, links are how you, how you tie Realm to your website. So you all have your own website, right? This is not going to work with Clover sites. Is anybody using Clover sites that you're aware of? No? Just so that you know, Clover sites is based on, and it just popped out of my head, it's Adobe Flash. All right, so Flash is a, is a program-based language kind of thing. It's an environment of its own, and it's ba uh, Clover Sites is based on Flash. Our scripts that we give you are Java-based. Java and Flash do not play well together, so this does not work with Clover Sites. If you are using Clover Sites, you're not going to be able to use this particular script because of that. You will be able to use just about every other website platform that is out there because most every other one is Java-based or is Java-compatible. So you can drop these scripts and be able to search from your website without logging in for information about people in your, in your, in your environment or groups in your environment if you want to allow that. You also have a link to Realm, which is nothing but that link there. You drop on to a, a button for, that says login, and it will take you to the login screen. That's it. You can search from outside. You can log in and get inside and take a look at things. Those are the only links you have. Now, eventually, as the package grows and builds, this list of links will probably grow and build with it so that you can do other things without logging in. Like when the full event registration uh, issue pops up, you'll be able to link to those events without logging into the system because you're going to want to invite people from outside of your environment into the church to do certain things. Uh, system settings. You have general settings. These are the fields that I have turned on right now, the system fields. I can look at those that are disabled, and you can see there's many more that I really don't have a need for as part of my men's group. But in your church, you might have need for some of these fields, like allergies is now a built-in field because it's so prevalent in our society today. If you're using check-in and you have check-in numbers for families that are static, you can turn on the check-in number field. All right, Facebook link, giving numbers, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. You can have all of that stuff. Member status is probably one you will definitely turn on. In our men's group, everybody that's there is a member. I don't need to see that they're a member. I know that they are, okay? So I have it turned off. It's your choice whether you use these fields or not. You can enable them or disable them. That gives you a great deal of flexibility in, the, in your environment. What would that field, like what would Facebook link show up on? What would that It's just a piece of information in, in the system so that if you need to, I do believe in Realm, it actually shows up as a link. So if you are looking at that person's profile and you see that they have a Facebook link, you can click on that link and go to their Facebook page. The ones that I'm using are gender, marital I'm status. I'm curious, since it's the men's group, why are you using gender? Uh, because when you send an invite, that's one of the required fields for an invite for some reason. Uh, now, so I also... It is. It, and the other reason why is because I'm allowing the men to put their wives' information in as well. So that was the, that was the side benefit. The primary reason was because if I'm remembering right, 
when you send a, an invite out from adding a new record, you can send an invite out, but there are certain fields that are required to be there for that invite to actually go out. And gender was one of them. I didn't understand why, but uh, question? Yes. And that's probably why. And that's probably why it became a required field because the group is designated as a as a gender male group. So if you're entering a female, they're never going to be able to be part of that group because they're listed as a female. You'll get a you'll get an error message coming back. Uh, you cannot. I'm sorry. You can add more fields right here to build out your list of fields within your environment. In ACS, this would have been the additional fields tab. Now it's just part of the profile. You're going to see everything at the, in, on the same at, at the same time in the same place. Um, and you have the ability to have additional fields. So you can have a text field, a date field, a number field, yes, no, a list, which is a single select list of options an individual which pulls in a person from a record. So if you have a leader that you, um, I, don't, I don't even know off the top of my head, but if, um, who, is the, who is the deacon for this particular family kind of thing? You can, have, you can point that to an individual and actually link that deacon to this family, that kind of thing. Uh, or in the in realm which you don't have in ACS is a, the ability to have a multi-select field. So if you want to build out your own list of allergies, and a kid might have a peanut allergy, a penicillin allergy, and you know four or five different allergies, you can do a multi-select list and allow them to pick all of the ones that apply to them. Um, you have the ability to enable them, require the fields that you need to have required, which is very brand new for us. We never required anything. Now you can have required fields. So if you're entering a new record in the system, this information is required in our environment, whatever that might be. Uh, display when adding a profile, yes or no. So you don't initially have to see it on the screen, but you can go back and capture that information later. The challenge with that, doing what I do today, if you don't collect the information the first time, you will probably never get it. Take every opportunity to get the information the first time. When they're comfortable with filling out the forms and all of that kind of stuff, grab the information then. Don't try to go back and get it because you will have not be very successful. Do you allow, want to allow church goers to view the information? This is your regular, pro, you know, your, the members when they, when they log in. Is this an in-office field only? Like, like, how did you become a member? Joined how kind of a thing? That's not information that the people generally will need to see. You might want to open it up, but there's other pieces of information that you're not going to want them to see that, is important in the office, but has no bearing on what they're, they'll just ask questions. You have the ability to show in your, each field yes or no. Allow the church uh, goers to edit that information yes or no. It's not turned on right now because I haven't filled out the fields up above. Mm -hmm. Yes? So could you potentially make this like the private conversations with pastor and he can make notes personally? 
No, actually, notes is a different area that we're going to be getting to here in a second, but that's that's can happen, and it's called notes in this system, not comments, like the previous system. But no one else would see those, right? You have the ability to set the up the parameters again, however you want. An individual is not going to see, no matter who the individual that's logged in, they're not going to be able to see the notes about themselves. You know, period. So. If even though I'm a system admin, if somebody went in and put a note in, if Erko, the leader of the group, went in and put a note about me, I'm never going to be able to see that on my profile because it doesn't matter what the note is, it's private to the individual. ACS works the same way, or Access ACS works the same way. Um, so with groups, I've clicked on the, uh, the system emails, and these are all emails that can be generated by the system. I'm not going to go through them. I just want to show you that they're all there. The, if you click on any one of these, so under individuals, here's the realm invite reminder. So my, my task was two people have not responded to the invite. From the realm invite reminder, I can identify those two people and resend that information, which this information up above the box is pre-canned. In the box, I can type a personal message to each of those. That will also be added to the, to the, uh, to the email. And then whoever is signed in down below is going to, going to be the signature on, on that particular email, which is, again, pre-canned. You can't up, uh, edit any of that. So it, it's, it's very easy, very quick, very simple functionality, which is generally all that you need. Okay, you have a whole bunch of different emails that you have some flexibility over. This box, because we're in the admin area, whatever you customize in this box is going to stick with that particular type of email. You're not just customizing it for that one time. You're customizing it for whenever, in the example that I use, whenever the Realm invite goes out or the Realm invite reminder. Tags. Tags are something new in this system. Tags help you help give functions to groups. So where, if, again, if you're familiar with the ACS product and activity or class type groups, you had columns called elements or lists where you could build out additional data structures about each person on that roster. Today, you do the same thing, only you do it with tags. So... Um, Worship, you're tracking the worship, um, the, the orchestra within your environment or the worship team or whatever. And I'm going to use an orchestra because the, there are violins in our, in our orchestra and there's three seats that are associated with each violin. So element one is going to be the instrument. I'd, put, I'd select violin. Element two is going to be the seat. And I would select seat one, seat two, seat three to organize where this person is with regards to performance in in the orchestra. Here, I would just create two tags, or actually four tags. One would be violin, and then I'd have seat one, seat two, seat three. And all I gotta do is search for all of my violinists that are second seat. And whoever those people are in the roster, those would be the ones that pop up. You wouldn't wanna have necessarily one person tagged with first seat, second seat, and third seat because you're messing yourself up. You'd want to be co uh, consistent with managing that information. 
This is a database management system and it's up to you to management. There's nothing magic about any of this to where it's going to do everything on its own. You have to get in there and manage the information. All right. Uh, users and permissions, this is, these are your security profiles. You can go in and assign staff users, um, and staff users pretty much have full capabilities within the system. There are limitations, but full function with regards to working with the people within the, within the environment. Administrators have full functionality with regards to setting up the system, defining the, the additional fields, and all of that kind of stuff. Here is where you determine what those responsibilities are, and in the Band of Brothers, I have not done, I've not added that because we, actually I have. I've created the community event uh, coordinator. That person's responsibility on, we meet on the first and third Saturdays of every month, and those months that have a fifth Saturday is our community event. Every quarter, it's something different. So Eugene is our community coordinator. Sometimes there's going to be opportunities for us to go down to the soup kitchen and serve the, the homeless or those in need. There's other times where it's going to be a social event. Last summer we went to a, a Clippers baseball game. There's going to be different things like that. That's what the community event coordinator does. That responsibility is only allows him to function in that way but not have all of the system capabilities that the other leaders have. So you have some control over what functions the people have in your system. So if I click add a responsibility, I give it a name, and then I go through the list and determine what roles they need within their, within their profile. This is how we build function for an individual that's logged in. Much simpler than, than systems past. Uh, pending invites. You can always go back and take a look at who those people are that have been invited to the system. By the way, when David Farmer gets the invite, it's going to look something like this. So the email that he gets is going to be tagged with whatever logo you put on your site. That's going to be built in, which is kind of cool that doesn't exist today. That way, right away, you know who, who the email's from. You understand it's from the church or the men's group or whatever. We're asking him to join the church family. He can read through this, click this link, and it'll go out and ask him to create his login information. We're inviting him into the church, the online church. If we don't know who this is, then we're not going to be able to send an invite to him. If, if What's your name? Charlie. Charlie. If I'm sitting with Charlie at Starbucks and we're just having a great conversation, it's the first time we meet each other, and I'm like, hey, i got a men's group, and you're like, wow, I need, you know, I'm just new to the area. I want to get involved in the marriage. Give me your details. I, all I need is your name, and, uh, name, email, address, and phone number. I'll send you an invite. Come on over. Be a part of the group. It's, it can be that easy. When, when he gets up and leaves, I can pull out my phone, and I can take care of it right there on my phone because it's, it's responsive. When you release the app, you can do it right from the app. You'll be able to do it from the, right from the app as opposed to going to the website. And my fat fingers don't work real well on, on websites on phones. iPads are a little bit different, but... Uh, anyways, that's, that's the idea. So when you click on that, you, your web page opens up and it asks you to create a password. It takes the information that it needs, asks you for the information that you need to provide, and you go from there. Okay? Um, admin, users' permissions. 
The managed realm account, this is the information that only the administrator is going to see, and this is related to information regarding ACS. So how much, what is your account information with ACS? What are you going to be billed monthly? All of that kind of stuff is going to, can be managed right there. Um, and then the change log, as you're making, as you're making changes, um, you can go in and see the change log. It's just a log of changes that have made, made within the system, like Ron's updated his phone number, that kind of stuff. I'm not going to log back in here, uh, log back into that one. Oh, how did I end up over there? I see what happened. The, when I clicked the link, a different page opened up instead of going to that one. So if I click on the change log, it still comes back to there. All right. N what I'm going to do next is show you this is the actual website for Band of Brothers. Okay? Yes, I stole that image too. <laughs> all right? So this is just a regular web page. It's a WordPress web page. It gives all the details about our group and where it, where it meets and everything. I have a bit of a blog uh, started here at the bottom. There's more contact information. And right here is my login button. When I click on that, because I have it linked, it goes out to the login page. Now, there are some limitations. You cannot change the color scheme of Realm. So that baby blue kind of on white color scheme, that's what you're going to have. Um, sometimes it matters, sometimes it doesn't. It's different for me because I'm used to telling people to brand your Access ACS environment so it looks like your web page. And that way, when people go out to Access ACS, they don't actually realize that they're at Access ACS. Realm is totally different. They're going to know that they're going out to Realm. Um, why, why the change in philosophy? I can't answer that. Next, I want to show you check-in. And I gotta remember what one of the kids, one one of the kids. Oh, wrong site. Hang on a second. That was the right site. There we go. All right. So now I'm in our demo, our training system. None of this information is real. No, nobody has stolen anything. This is probably copyrighted by ACS. But here is our list of tasks, the notifications that would pop up. So up here, no, no, nobody's going out and taking attendance. Whose responsibility is that in your church environment? You can go to them and say, hey, you need some help? Let, let's, let's get some help in gathering up the, the marking sheets and get everybody's attendance put in there. Uh, it's really simple to have your teachers go in and mark attendance on their own in this environment. It's real simple. So as things are extended to those lay leaders in your environment, actually get them helping you, the office, to, to update their information. Um, I want to go out and take a look at this sixth grade class, and I need to look at the roster to find out that the Thompsons are on that roster. And the reason why I want to do that is because I want to show you what check-in is going to look like or what it does look like. Now, once again, this is one of those check-in is one of those pieces that might disappear from the inform package and move over to the connect package because it's geared more towards the 
connecting with your folks kind of environment. All right, so as you can see, in, inside of check-in, we have various uh, meeting times set up as what we call kiosks. So if we go into the Sunday Morning Kids Connect, I can click the little gear and launch the kiosk. I have some options. I can go check-in only, which means that any parent can walk up to the computer screen, the touch screen, tap on their information, and log their kids in, sign their kids in for Sunday school. You can do, it, do this option, which allows a new, a new person, if they can figure out what's on the screen, to enter their information and, and not just check their kids in, but let, them know, let you know in the office that they're a visitor in your environment doesn't always go so well because people stand in front of the screen and something happens and they don't understand what blocks they're supposed to fill out. So it, you need to make sure that you have helpers around if you're going to use that mode. The additional or the assisted check-in module is like this. I'm sitting at a desk or someplace. I've got the computer screen facing me. I'm going to check in for you. I'm going to gather all your information. I'm going to assist you to get going. So you would have some kiosks set up as the assisted mode, some, hang, some screens hanging on the wall that are touch screens that people can, can go and check themselves in, that, that type of thing. So I'm going to go with a straight check-in only mode, launch that kiosk, and if I go to um, this act, here's one caveat about our check-in system. I know that we're working on this. Shelby pointed me, this out to me, what, about a month and a half ago. We were sitting down talking about things, and uh, he said, you know, this is one of those things that uh, frustrates me. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he showed it to me. And this, this says, the check-in kiosk cannot print badges unless you switch to Firefox and install JS Print, which is a plugin for Fire, Firefox, which is a JavaScript print thing so that you can actually print the badges from this system. Will not work with Chrome, will not work with Internet Explorer, will not work with Safari, will only work with Firefox. We are working on fixing that. I, I've been told firsthand. I'm surprised it hasn't been fixed yet because I sent an email back to the company after Shelby talked to me, and I got in a lot of trouble for that email. And the reason why is because of this. The last word in that message says, enjoy. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> why is that there? And, and, and they, my boss called me up, and he said, Ron, that's not your position. Leave it alone. So I left it alone. I know it's being worked on from that conversation, but we're not, obviously we're not there yet. So all that you have to do is um, click return to check-in. I'm in Chrome. Pr printing the badges is not going to work in any form or fashion. But I can type in either the name or last four digits of, the f of, the pr of any phone number in the record. And I'm only going to type in part of the last name. And I'd either touch enter or I can click enter. And it says it can't be found. That's the same thing when I was trying to do it earlier. That's the same thing because it's not Sunday morning. It's not during the time of that check-in. But typically, you would type in a person's name. That, that screen would pop up, and you would pick, you know, it's the parents that's, that's checking the kids in, and you would select the two kids that are checking in. The badges would print. You'd take the badges and put them on the kids' back if they're in nursery or whatever. And if they are in nursery, you'd probably have two badges printing, one for their back and one for their diaper bag, you know, that kind of thing. 
It's a very simple system, but it's very powerful because when you check in, your attendance is automatically taken. You don't have to worry about that anymore. This is an add-on. There's a cost involved with having check-in, but it's nominal. I can't tell you what it is. It doesn't cost a lot. Five minutes. Pay from phone. I know it's coming. Um, you have to be Vanco. You have to, your merchant has to be Vanco for it to work. If, you're, if you want to use the phone through the website the way it is right now and you have giving turned on, you can give through your phone today. But you have to have Vanco as your merchant. What about like where you're scanning people's cards? We are not going to have that. We are not going to take the risk of thieves stealing your card numbers. The whole industry's moving away from scanning. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying, and, and I, I want to I caution you on holding too close. I want to caution all of you on holding too close from that thought. And here's why. My mom is 80-plus years old. She lurks on Facebook every single day. To be on Facebook, you have to have an email. She knows how to log in because Facebook requires you to log in. She does everything. She is there all the time. There, I went out mountain biking in Moab, Utah a couple years ago, and she's like, Ronnie, be safe. Mom, I'm 52 years old. Leave me alone. Give me a break. But that's mom. People are on. Are you on, sir? I, I have no idea how old you are, Ray. I'm but, old enough to know better. But you're, you're on the computer every single day. Yes. How long have you been logging in? It's prevalent. You can't do anything without logging in. You can't get onto Netflix without having an email address. It's not, there's a lot more people, even though they might stand off, be standoffish to this, there's, everybody's pretty much online. Pretty much everybody. Um, and there, there are going to be people that are standoffish, and you've got to figure out how to deal with those. But don't have the mentality going in that they're not going to do it. No. They're the exceptions. You guys are all AG, right? What was the lady's name that served forever in India, bringing, uh, getting people, getting young ladies out of the Hilda women? Hilda. Not Hilda, her grandma. Hilda, her grandma. Do you remember her grandma's name? She was, her grandma was part of Bethany, the church that I was at. She was 92 years old. She would never get on the computer. She'd have somebody else do it for her if she had to. There's going to be exceptions. But those people you sit down and you have a conversation with and say, let me help you because this is how we do it. So if you want me to do the typing for you, that's fine. Can you give me a few minutes and you do it on the phone? You figure out a way that's going to be conducive to those, accept, those accepted people and, and you work with them because that's what you do. I mean, you're, you're the church. You care for those individuals. How is it that you best need to care for them? It's not by shooing them away. Most everybody is going to join in. 
when we turned on, Bethany, when we turned on online giving in the old environment, this is, I'm going back almost 10 years, if not more than that. We didn't announce it. We didn't launch it. We didn't market it. We just put a link on our website and let people find it. The people that gave online were 65 and older because they didn't have to remember to bring their checkbooks to church anymore or their envelopes. They could do it online, set up the recurrence and forget about it. They loved it. The ones that kicked back were the ones in their 40s because of security issues that they perceived. We don't maintain any of that information. We don't have your social security numbers. We don't have your credit card numbers. The credit card information, your bank routing information, however you set up your money to flow, that all goes to your merchant. It does not set on our, on our servers. We do not have to be PCI compliant because we do not maintain that information. It passes through to the merchant. We pull that information from the merchant at times to show the last four digits, and that's it. We don't know what, your number, what those people's numbers are, and that means there's no reason for the thieves to break into the system. Not saying that somebody won't try at some point, but there's no reason to because we don't have that information that they're after. The people that, that maintain that information are the secure folks that are PCI compliant, like the gentleman in the back of the room here. He's with Tithely, and they keep that information safe. So everybody's concerned about security, and you, need to, you really need to understand that because there's going to be people in your environments that say, how secure is it? This is, I could give you the detail. I just read something about the, the level of security, and it's, the terminology has changed, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not remembering what the new terminology is, but it's um, SSL. Well, no, no, no. That's, that's the terminology that I am familiar with. It's 256 or 512, so we can bump it up. But there's a new level of security that we are imposing upon ourselves, which is a four-letter S-A-S-S. I don't know. I just read it online. You get, it's all available through our website to see how secure the system is. There's nothing to worry about. And we're out of time. And I could go on for another hour probably without too much of a hassle. Um, did you all copy down my email address? SKI at acstechnologies.com. I live right here in Columbus, in Westerville, northeast side of Columbus. I am an employee with ACS. I am actually, I, I was hoping that there's a, there's an, I, I think I would have recognized the name. There's a church here in Ohio, an AG church in, in Ohio, that has just purchased Realm, and I've got some training set up with them. And I was hoping they were going to be here today so that I could coordinate the, the date and time that that's going to happen and, and talk to them a little bit more. But if you need anything, um, what I do on a daily basis is help you, help you understand how to use the churches. As a consultant for ACS, I come into your environment and help you understand how to, how to work the settings, how to, how to do whatever it is that you need to do, all right? Uh, if you're using the ACS product and you want some help in certain areas like that until you're ready for Realm, 
let me know there's a cost to everything, but you know, don't take my livelihood away because I need to put food on the table, that kind of thing. But I really want to help. So you guys let me know. You've got my information. If you, if you can't figure this out, Shelby is a good friend of mine. He has my cell phone numbers, my home phone numbers. He has my address. He's been over to our house and had dinner. Get a hold of him, and he'll, get you, he'll let you know how to, how to get a hold of me. All right? Thank you all very much.